This week's episode is brought to you by a sore throat. A thing that happened immediately after recording the episode, as well as a fever. I'm staying home from work today, so you get to hear me sound like this. A sore throat. Dear God, drink liquids and get enough sleep. Welcome to Nexus at Night, the only podcast where we're reviewing a set and can't tell if it's the horses that are liberating or the horses are liberated. I'm Atlas. I'm Matt. I'm Rootbeer. And that joke will make sense in a second because we are covering V-Booster Set 5, Aerial Steed Liberation. Sure. Yeah, so it's... Yay. So before we started the recording, it's either the steed is doing the liberating or it's... The like it, it 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 like read a bunch of uh, Kant and all of a sudden is really into that forward thinking. Anyway, uh, <laughs> so this set contains Royals, OTT, Golds, Nubatama, and Narakami. Uh, to those of us who haven't been in a set review before, how it works is we take the high rarity cards all the way down through the double R's. We say their effects and then we uh, talk about slash make fun of them, as well as any commons or rares that interest us. So let's get it going. Matt, kick us off. Alright, so the first card we have is Solitary Knight Cancelot. It is a grade 3 with the Force Gift. It has a continuous skill that all Blaster Blade on your Vanguard Circle or Rearguard Circle get power plus 10,000. Kind of weird since, uh, you know. <laughs> all the time? Cool. Yeah, basically. Uh, and then it has another continuous on Vanguard Circle that says during your turn, if your opponent's Vanguard is grade 3 or greater, your front row circles with Blaster Blade on them become a Vanguard Circle. And um, Vanguard Circle abilities activate and perform drive checks. Oh, yeah. This sounds like a Taco Bell diarrhea level of a ruling's nightmare. I mean, like, in <laughs> theory, it should just be the Alfred, the Alfred stride worded slightly differently. Where it just gives it a drive check? or Yeah, essentially. Alfred's holy savior, that's it. <laughs> like, that is essentially what this is doing, but it... Because you're turning it into a Vanguard Circle, Blaster Blade can also activate its critical. Mm-hmm. All right, the critical ability is good now. We figured it out, boys. Yeah. Let's so it'll be home. a 28k crit column, more than yep. likely, <clears throat> without any gifts taken into account. Yeah, and Twin Drive. Yep. I hate this. I really do. This just kind of seems... So what, you just run this in Monarch Alfred and then just call it a day? Oh, wow. Yeah, sounds yeah. good to me. Does make your deck revolve a lot around Blaster Blade, well, but you know whatever. But well, if you're playing Royal Paladins at this stage of the game, you should have resigned yourself to this already. <laughs> yeah. I don't, I don't see any Jewel Knights anywhere. This is all you have, really. Different Fight did a video about this where he covered it in depth, so I recommend going to check that out for more detail. Because again, having a second Vanguard Circle that's temporary seems like it could. We're going to run into a lot of crazy shit down the line. Maybe. For the moment, this doesn't seem particularly terrible. Well, you could have three Vanguard Circles, right? If you had yeah. Blaster Blades. Yeah, um, all of your front row Blaster Blades get it. So yeah, you could theoretically have three Vanguards. Actually, I'm That's kind of... six drive checks. Wait, I'm kind of curious here. Denial, Griffin. Um... <laughs> we were both thinking the thing. <laughs> Denial, Griffin. I want to see the exact wording here. Uh, Attacking rear guard. Yeah, so you can just be immune from Denial Griffin by not striding. We did it, boys. And you can make up your drive checks by just having two blaster blades. Yeah. So you you never discard, and now you have five drive or uh, four <coughs> drive checks in a turn without mm -hmm. uh, doing anything. Yeah. Uh, also, it fucks over impede dragon and everything else that targets. Cool. Um, yeah. At, at least it's during your turn only, so on the, you know, following turns they can do they can do stuff to them. I'm not saying this is broken, it's just, what the fuck were they thinking? It's definitely like weird. Yeah, It's super funny. It is. Uh, yeah, I think the biggest problem with this card as an actual card is just the reliance on Blaster Blade. Is there a Deleter like, G guard that deletes your opponent's Vanguard, or is it a PG? I, I think it was a PG. perfect guard. It's if it, was, if it was already deleted, you redelete it or something. Uh, wait, that doesn't make sense. No, like at the end of the turn, like when it would be. Oh, game, I see. It. Yeah, um, <coughs> that's trash. Never mind. Th this card reminds me of 
like a fan fiction writer started card design. It's like <laughs> I want to make a lot of Blaster Blade. Yeah, he is uh, Aichi's avatar. I find it funny that it's called Solitary Night Gants a lot, but the whole point is that you need Blaster Blade for the effect to work, therefore making him not solitary anymore. Hey, don't think about it too much. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> let's just let's move on to the next one. Alrighty, we have Goddess of the Full Moon Sukiyomi. So, it is a 12k protect gift, and then act what Vanguard once per turn, Tower Blast 1, discard a card, choose up to three cards with Sukuyomi in their card names from your soul, and draw cards equal to the cards chosen. If you draw three, if you drew three cards, then check top five, uh, look at top five, put two in the top in any order, put the rest at the bottom in any order. And then, auto on Vanguard, if you reveal two or more triggers during your drive check until end of turn, three units in your front row get uh, power plus 10,000. That's pretty cool. That's really obnoxious. Yeah. Yes. That second effect is very easily abusable, especially with Tetramagus, I think it is. The one that, like, you draw and then put a crit on top of deck. Yep. That first skill is very specific. Also, what's up with the art style? Yeah, this card looks super sweet. Except it's yeah. just on a white background. They That's couldn't create cool. a background epic enough to contain this awesome artwork. <laughs> okay, hear me out here. How about you put Goddess of the Full Moon in front of the moon? Uh, no, see, she is in front of the moon, though. You can see these little blue corners. <laughs> Those are her wings, you idiot. <laughs> no, like at the corner. I don't. I don't see any. That wait, no. That's like the cutout of the card. Yeah. God damn it. <laughs> um, uh, see, she's just so close to the moon that everything is white. Right. Right. Yep. Of course, because the moon doesn't have craters and you know, like frozen lakes of lava and shit like that. What that would make no sense. Yeah. Anyway. Um. So, what do we think of this competitively, as we're supposed to? It's a lot of looks. Yeah. A lot of cards drawn. Uh. So you're looking at, you draw three, right? Mm-hmm. Then you're, well, hopefully. And then you're looking at five cards? Yes. So, quick maths. You know, you're looking at five cards in a 49, you know, 49 card deck, let's say. Well, well less than that. Well, it does, it, it's not a huge problem, because I can assume that we've drawn, like, a reasonable number of, uh, like, a, an average number of things. Mm-hmm. So it shouldn't uh, be we, a huge deal. You can just kind of shorthand it and say, like, let's say you've gone through twelve by the time you're at grade three, counting damage checks. And, well, it's it's, it's about fifty-fifty uh, if you get double trigger in five cards. Yeah. yeah, and then you can cut, and then with cards like Tetramagus and all of the other look cards, you can try to manipulate things again to try and get triggers. Cure mm-hmm. Magus and all that other good stuff. Um, yeah, so you can kind of. If you don't see triggers, then you're more likely to see triggers if you start digging, also. Mm-hmm. So. Um, the Obviously, this isn't going to be a thing in premium, but for standard, mm-hmm. well, you, you can't stride over it, and Imperial Daughter and Hexo- Hexagonal Magus already kind of do yeah. the stuff you want them to do. So, for standard, uh, does this, like, outdo, you know, the... Obviously, uh, Pentagonal Magus doesn't matter, but for mm-hmm. things like Amaterasu or Imperial Daughter. Um, see, see, that's the thing, is like, for this card to work, it relies on you getting the ride chain off. Yeah. Otherwise, you're and just so, mildly plussing with not really any yeah. pressure. So, like, the potential upside to this card is that you could theoretically go into this card without having to ride grade 3 twice. Like, I believe the the set introduced ways to soul charge more Sukuyomis, so... Yes. Like, theoretically, this card is self-sustaining, but you have to rely on getting the ride chain off, so... Like, I'm I not sure. Go on. I feel like if you can get the ride chain off properly and everything goes right, it could be more powerful than Imperial Daughter just because it's self-sustaining, and so you have to... You can worry less about... about uh, being dead on your first grade 3 ride, but then the trade-off is, like, you kind of have to try and get the ride chain off properly, and then that also takes up a lot of deck-building space. We're also in a very force-heavy format, which mm-hmm. means that the 
defensive aspects of this card, you're not putting any pressure. So yeah, I drew a bunch of cards, but I'm not you know hitting back against the Force Clan. And against the yeah. Excel Clan that has the natural advantage against you, depending on what it is, uh, this is just going to be too slow, I think. Yeah, that's possible, but people played Deer for a while. Yeah. And I think this is better than that. It is, assuming, I would say. Ass- assuming the, you know, under the assumption that the other cards are playable that have CQM in the name. Mm-hmm. Because I think this card is just like, there's a lot, like, there's there's a lot of now stuff. Yeah. So. I could see that one guy who's who played Tsukuyomi back in the day really try to make this work at Locals, and then it kind of doesn't, and then they just... That could happen. Yeah. And yeah. just go back to Imperial Daughter and Hexagonal Magus, mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, I, I've been wrong about many things in the past, and if I am wrong, you, you, please, please, uh, tweet us at Nexus at night and make fun of uh, me. Like, just in general, it looks about on par with all of the existing cards. It feels like they saw how dominant OTT was for a long time and have decided to plateau its power instead of ever really creeping it up like they have with other clans. Only plateauing its power in standard, not in premium. Yeah. <laughs> Well, in premium, that that's that's a whole nother conversation. Uh, <laughs> could be worse. They could be giving us actively bad support, and I don't think this is actively bad. No, I don't think so. It is not actively bad. It's just uh, this yeah. looks like a card I would immediately want to try to play for sure. Yeah, try to play. All right. So next up, we have Blazing Lion Platinazel. So. It is a 12k grade 3 Excel gift, and then skill is act, vanguard, counterblast 1, and change this turn's first drive check to look at two cards from the top of your deck, reveal one card from among them in your trigger zone, and call one card from among them to rearguard circle. If your soul has two or more grade 3 cards, change the second drive check as well. Wow. See, this is a way to design a neat skill without it being too broken. It's a it's a way to follow up on Raven Hair because you, you you would mm-hmm. go ride the Ezol by Superior ride ride Raven Hair by his skill and the next turn drop this and start you know kicking ass. Oh, just for the rulings record, when it says put it you know, you know reveal one of them in your trigger zone, that counts as a trigger check. I know that's going to be a thing. I guarantee it'll locals be like, but you're not drive checking. It's just putting it there. It counts. All right, I really like this thing, and I fear the day that I have to play Richard on camera again, because this is going to be a problem that I'm going to have to deal with. Matt, what do you think? Uh, this card seems good to me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I mean, like, even if you ride this first, it's still, like, ch- generating extra attacks. Mm-hmm. And building uh, field. Yeah, like, like, it either generates attacks or builds field, which is just what you want to be doing. Mm-hmm. And it's really cheap. And then, like, based on what you said about the rulings, if you do have a trigger among your two cards, I'm guessing you still get your trigger check? Yes. Okay. Um, so yeah, like, it seems like all upside and no downside, really. Uh, it's a little slow, I guess. Is a downside-ish? God, this card's insane. Like, the more <laughs> yeah. I read it, the better it gets. Because, like... Yeah, like... If you get, like, even if you get, like, two triggers, right, you're like, all right, it's still going to crit you, call this trigger, attack for 15, like, whatever. Guys, guys, it's the gift that keeps on giving. <laughs> I did yeah, it. It's, like, something else. Yeah, oh like, my God. I, <laughs> I yeah, mean, like, as, as if people weren't pissed off enough at Ezel. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like this already starts off pretty strong with just a free extra attack, and you get to keep your trigger... Hers if you get any, and then, like, as you build up grade 3s, it just scales up. I don't play golds. I don't think I'm ever going to play golds for a while, but, uh, I... This just seems sweet. I stare in awe at this card. Yeah? The best way to describe it. And All speaking right. of which... <laughs> Alright, so what do we have next? New Nubatama, right? Yes. Yeah. Shura Stealth Dragon, oh my god. <laughs> Jamyo Congo. That sounds about it's right. so hard to pronounce this fucking shit. <laughs> Jamyo Kongo. Could be worse. Yeah, right? Yeah. Alright, so he's a grade 3 uh, protect gift, because that's what... This is not Merkumo, as it turns out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> as an auto, when, at, when placed and at the end of each turn, your opponent chooses six cards from his or her hand and discards the rest of the cards from his or her hand. 
If your soul has a grade three, your opponent chooses four cards instead of six. What were they thinking? Oh boy, it's one of those things again. Yeah. What the fuck is this? Okay, so let's think about this in standard. You don't really see as many cards in standard, so I don't think the skill is going to have as much as much as much impact as it would in premium. In premium, this thing gets a whole lot scarier. Like this makes okay. So let's say you go first as Nubatama. You ride this. You know, you get your gift. You attack with the twin drive. All right, I end my turn. Uh, if the opponent has not committed significantly in the early game, they will likely have to discard cards. Mm-hmm. Which, depending what you're playing against, that makes it harder for them to prosecute and attack against you next turn. They made a protect gift without making a protect gift. Does that make sense? Yeah. And it's at the end of each turn, too, so, like... Each fucking turn. If you play draw triggers, say goodbye. Yeah. So, like... So, like, they could decimate your hand on your turn, and then you'll, like, try to rebuild, and then at the end of your turn, you have to get rid of it all again. This card seems fucking insane. Buy a nice card. Yeah. <laughs> Why? No, j- just thinking about the implications of this thing. So, mm-hmm. uh, Kuji Kong, not wait. <laughs> Whichever Jamyo one it is. Kongo. What? Jamyo Kongo? No, not, no. no, not this one. I'm talking not about the one card. from before. The, the one that where you could counterblast to make them drop a card if they're at four or more, and uh, if you know if you bounced a card, they couldn't guard with that grade, the mm-hmm. double R from their last wave of support. So this just mm-hmm. straight power creeps that thing. Um, and then also this, like I said before, insane in premium, and yeah, I'm kind of not happy about it because Nubatama is almost on the cusp of being broken, and it's one of those decks that keeps the lower tiers from really rising up in rebellion mm-hmm. against the rest of the meta, and now it's solidified <laughs> that... Uh... Yeah. Rips cards out of your hand with domination, then forces you to discard the rest with this. Well, likely in domination... It's probably going to be less impactful in that case, because you usually end up with a lot less cards after that. Yeah. Uh, in premium. But it's funny to think about. That said, it's probably going to be worse against the, hey, I'm going to draw, like, you know, six cards, and then I have my triple drive, now I'm at nine. Up oh, back at six. Fuck. Mm-hmm. Uh, what this does mean is that you are incentivized as the opponent to drop your hand and try and kill them before it becomes a problem. Yeah. Uh, fuck this thing. Let's move on. Yeah, this thing's fucking dumb. Oh, yeah. All right. Eradicator. Gauntlet Buster Dragon. He's back, boys. 12k, grade 3, Excel gift. Um, continuous, during your turn, this unit gets plus 5k and a crit for each of your opponent's open front row rear guard circle. So, if you clear the opponent's front row, this is a 22k with 3 critical. Just by itself. Alright, but what if my opponent's an Excel clan? <laughs> it gets bigger than that. The other skill <laughs> is act once per turn. You Or not once per turn. Act, counterblast one, discard a card from your hand. And bind all of your opponent's front row rear guards. All of them, because fuck you. You may move all of your opponent's back row rear guards to a an R in the same column. So you basically pull a Mortal Kombat, you know, get over here and pull the shit to the front. You have Lizard, Soldier, Riki on legs combined <laughs> with Vermilion, basically. So you kill oh. their whole front row. Yeah. In a way that doesn't kill them, right? Mm-hmm. And then you can pull... You may pull up their back row. Yeah. If assuming that you can kill them. Pretty yeah. much. For only one counterblast and a card. Also, yeah. this is not once per turn, so you could do this, burn their front row, pull their back row to the front, and, and then, then do, do it that again. Shit again, yeah. Disgusting. <laughs> um, this this uh, is just like old Gauntlet Buster where you can just keep discarding cards to make it bigger. And bigger. Well and bigger. the old Gauntlet no. Buster is a counterblast to eradicator, I think. I believe so. Um, yes. Which you couldn't just keep, which wasn't once per turn, but it was hard to keep doing. And I believe uh, it was whenever somebody was retired, he gained 3k in a crit. It was yep. counterblast to eradicators, retire an opponent's rear guard, and then limb break. When your opponent's rear guard is put in a drop zone from the effect of one of your cards, he gets 3k in a crit. So that could be off of anything. Yeah. So Gauntlet Buster, one of my favorite, probably my favorite Narukami card of all time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's just a cool, cool guy. 
kills shit, gets gets crits for pretty much no reason. Yeah. And uh, when combined with one of my old, favorite old cards, which we'll talk about in a second, uh, it was it was super sweet. I like yeah. it. Yeah. I I quite like Gauntlet Buster too. It is incredibly funny to just keep throwing away your resources to make him bigger and bigger. <laughs> Eight drawn Narukami boys. Let's do it. Uh, I think six, this six the dream. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. I think this conflicts with a uh, drill as like your main boss, but uh, that doesn't make it bad at all. This thing's great. Yeah. Um, and then... and you don't need any like grade threes or anything to fuck around with, so you can just go go hard with them right not from me. the start. Not me. And if you're go ahead, if your opponent's like playing too conservatively, like people often make the mistake of doing, he's just like on first stride, absolutely fucking massive. Yeah. <laughs> you go first and your opponent didn't call the feel. Alright, so this is 22 with two or, crits. Or they did and you just killed it. Yeah. Or 22 with like, three uh, crits total. Yeah, 22 with three, three crits. Please guard. <laughs> um, so yeah, like P- uh, PG or GG has come back for standard. Um, great. If Narukami ever gets a stride that can like restand your vanguard with like drive minus one, like like some other strides do, this will become amazing in premium. Mm-hmm. But uh, sadly, we're not there yet. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm definitely going to play with this, and it's going to be fun. <laughs> Hell yeah, this card's sweet. Yes, it is. <laughs> <laughs> All righty. Yeah. So, now we, so that's the end of the VRs, right? Yes, we yes. are on to the triple Rs. All right. So we have Knight of Truth Gordon. Uh, so he's a grade 2 10k for Royal Paladin. Dur- uh, he has a continuous skill that during all- your turn, all of the blaster blades on your vanguard circle or rearguard circle get power plus 5,000. I wonder and if that's if- in reference to anything. <laughs> and if your blaster blade is in the same column as this unit, this unit gets boost. So you can have a effectively 15k booster if it's in the same column. Mm-hmm. And add that to Gansalot's extra 10k... So that's you just 35k cash- with an extra crit, probably. And, force yeah, and twin drive. And twin drive, and maybe a force gift. Like At that point, I would just put the force gift on my vanguard. Probably. No, you just play you just force gift 2, so it has 3 crit. Oh my <laughs> god, you asshole. <laughs> GG or GG. <laughs> but you have 3 of those. Why can't you just <laughs> let me live the Narukami dream for 5 seconds, <laughs> and then we brought back PG, I was like, this is the first time it's bat Nami. It's everywhere. Yep, get wrecked, kid. I like you how this to... went from the special interceptor to just I make blaster blade huge. Yeah, and this affects all blaster blades. So if you have the dream of two front row blaster blades, uh, word to the wise: if you're playing against Royal Paladin, attack the blaster blades as fast as you can. Yes, they have ways to get them back from drop zone, but they should be your first priority. I think. Imagine going first with Gancelot and you just have two blaster blades in your hand. <sighs> your opponent just fucking dies. Part of me wants to like go back to Yu-Gi-Oh so I can like go find a Ash Blossom or <laughs> Bottomless Trap Hole or something just for shit like this. So we we think I just this this card's if you're if you're playing the Gancelot deck you're probably uh, you're likely to play this fucking card because it makes really funny shit happen. Yes. <laughs> Uh, grade two space is a thing, but I'm, I don't know. I don't, I don't know enough about it to say. So the other card uh, that they're getting is another grade three, uh, or, or not? Not grade three. Another triple R, but it's a grade one this time. Eight K. Uh, when what is the name of this card? Knight of the Harp, Tristan. I don't know what the old one was. What do you mean? It was uh, also Knight was... of the Harp, Tristan. Yeah, but what... no, no. What, what did it do? Oh, when your uh, when your unit's drive check reveals a grade three royal paladin. He gets plus 5k. He was a great Okay, so fucking AK. trash. Cool. Yeah, it was stupid. All right. Continue. So, but this one does, when placed, if your Vanguard is grade 3 or greater, you can counter boss 1, search your deck for one blaster blade, and put it in your hand. <laughs> okay. Oh! <laughs> Alright, so it Gordon's begins. free, Gancelot's free, and you have Carlos this. counter blast 1, get a, bl- get a blaster blade. It does only work on rearguard circle. Yeah. Which but is like... important. Yeah, that's true, but like, if you're setting up for a Gansalot turn anyways, like, who cares? Yep. They, uh, they really screwed us this time, didn't they? Also, uh, side note, and this is very minor, he's not holding a harp, he's holding a sword. That's a sword harp, sir? Is it? He has a harp in his other hand. 
He's a knight of the harp. That's a harp. That doesn't mean he needs to use a harp. Well, he has a harp in his offhand. That looks oh, like... Is that what that is? That, like a, yeah. It looks like a tablet computer. It looks like, an, like a, a medieval <laughs> iPad or something. <laughs> Those are not strings. That's, that, that, that's like a computer screen. Kind of a login technology. Yeah, exactly. That, uh, that's steampunk, though. That Hunger Games technology. Um, okay. I just assume we're going to play all these cards. Oh, yeah. of course, why wouldn't you? I mean, you can probably just make a deck out of the trial deck and this set and be good. Like, <laughs> yeah, basically. Also, th- okay, so one thing that uh, Alfred Early, you know, the, the TD grade 3, got criticized for was if you didn't have a blaster blade, you don't get your pluses. Well, guess what? Uh, Tristan just made that consistency more so. So you can, in fact, build a deck just from this set and the trial deck. Got him. People probably will. Yeah. Yeah. Or they'll just do Monarch Alfred, which also makes sense. But fair, yeah, boring but fair. All right. Speaking of boring, we have another white background. Yeah, they have it. It's going to be white backgrounds for all the Sukuyomis. So, Goddess of the Half Moon Sukuyomi. This is the Grade Two version, nine K. So, Auto Vanguard. At the beginning of your ride phase, you can look at the top five cards of your deck. Put one card among them into your hand and put the rest at the bottom of your deck and discard a card from your hand. If you discard it, Goddess of the Full Moon, Tsukuyomi, the grade 3, ride it as stand and you can't normal ride this turn. Or you just can't ride this turn. Okay. But you, you did it, though. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. But Mission accomplished. It's kind of important if OTT ever gets the ability to superior ride something. Yeah. And then Continuous Vanguard Rearguard Circle... During the battle, it attacks Vanguard. If the Grade 1 Tsukuyomi is in your soul, it gets power plus 3,000. That second spell's fairly innocuous. Uh, yeah. So, it seems like they're trying to make the check top 5 for a Tsukuyomi thing more generic. Mm-hmm. So that even if you miss it, it's not that big of a deal. Yeah. If you do have the Grade 3 Tsukuyomi, this is just a plus 1. Yeah. And then also, you start... Like twin driving a turn early, it doesn't get drive minus one like as well does. It's not the beginning of your ride phase though, so you'd st- like you'd have to ride this, and mm-hmm. then your next turn you would get it. So this would just this is just ensuring consistency of the ride chain, right? This doesn't accelerate mm-hmm. your grade in any way. I'm dumb. So you can do this even if you already have it. Yeah. Yeah. You just <laughs> grab a card, then discard the Sukuyobi you were going to ride anyways. And then you just get a free card. This is dumb. And then if you find the Sukuyomi with your search, then you just kind of negate your ride minus. Pretty good. I like it. Mm-hmm. Yep. And then the grade one Sukuyomi is just, if you have Ichibiyoshi in your soul, do the same thing before the grade two Sukuyomi. This art reminds me of somebody, but I don't remember who this is. But yeah. What, the Crescent Moon or the Half Moon? No, all of them. Oh. They're all by the same guy, I think. Oh, oh, you mean like uh, yeah. remind you of an artist, not like a person, right? Yeah, exactly. Gotcha. Um, I mean, seems fine. The they're all triple R or above, which mm-hmm. uh, if you want to play this, it's probably going to be rather expensive. At least back in the day, Crescent Moon was common and Ichibyoshi was rare, and now Ichibyoshi's are common, I think. Mm-hmm. So fine, I guess, but yeah. okay. I kind of wish this card had the Grade 1 Tsukuyomi had another skill on Rearguard Circle, just so it wasn't a dead card as soon as you get past Grade 1. But Rootbeer, it was a dead card when you got past Grade 1 before, and they gotta ride that Nostalgia Train. No, they don't. They could just make better cards. Yeah, but yeah. If, if they did, we wouldn't have jobs, you understand. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so... These cards are necessary if you're going to play Tsukuyomi. You need to have them. So, if you're playing the ride chain, you have to have the whole ride chain. What a shock. Got him. Yeah. Alright, moving on. Advance of the Black Chain's Kaiden. So, grade 2, 9k. When placed, you can counterblast one, discard a card. Look at three cards from the top of your deck, call one card from among them to rearguard circle, and if Stronghold of the Black Chain's Hoel is on vanguard or rearguard circle, draw a card. Cool. This certainly does a thing. I mean, it's more uh, more searching without uh, having to use the cards from your hand, necessarily. 
Uh, you're discarding a card from your hand. Yeah. Right. No, I mean, like, before it was, you would, like, draw a card, then call something. Mm -hmm. Or, like, just you could call a card from your hand mid-battle phase. This at least, like, you're opening up your options, depending what stage of the game it is. Before, if it was calling a card from hand, it could be huge. But in this case, it, it also works if you're behind. Drop a draw trigger, get a better chance of finding that, you know, Wonder Ezel or Dindrain or whatever the hell else you need to find. It and, is good if you have the other card, though. Yes, which, uh, mm -hmm. what does the other card do? So, uh, Stronghold of the Black Chains Hoel is grade 1, 8k, continuous regard circle. Your other unit in the same column that was placed this turn gets power plus 5,000. And then if you have Kaiden anywhere on your vanguard or rearguard, it gets 10,000 instead of 5. That's really is that, good. Is that once per turn? No. no it's just continuous. Yeah, I know I was asking. <laughs> oh. So, uh, if you call something in front of this guy, like, let's say, during the battle phase... Yeah. Just getting more power for no reason. Beautiful. Yep. Well, this card good. is really Yeah. This it, card is really good. It is. Mm-hmm. Um makes that non excel circle not as shitty as it used to be. Mm-hmm. Um it's in the back row, so decks that don't have removal can't really fuck with it too much. And that basically is tantamount to everybody except Kagero. And I guess now Narakami, because Narakami can start pulling stuff to the front. Um, everything else, like, if it retires stuff, it's all front row shenanigans. Um, Great Nature has to mill a trigger to get to that. Um, yeah. Love this thing. Mm -hmm. It's a good card. This card's simple, but does the trick. Yep. Yep. Uh, what's up with the next one? So the next one we got is Stealth Beast Tamahagane. Uh, everyone might remember this card of being the bear. <laughs> it is, in fact, still the bear. It, it is. His art's a little updated. It's less uh, purple and more green, but he's still he's still got his purple scarf. Bears yeah. beats, and he's still charging at you. With... And he he's also still a grade two nine k. Yeah. Uh, and he has an ability when placed, you can soul blast one. Choose one of your opponent's three guards and return it to hand. If you return a card, then your opponent chooses a card from his or her hand and discards it. Then he has a, and that's an auto on rearguard circle only. And then he has an auto, a continuous on rearguard circle that if your opponent has four or less cards in hand, this unit gets power plus 5,000. Neat. Mm hmm. So it, um, it minus ones your opponent of their choosing, which is whatever. But in situations where your opponent might have already a low number of cards, like what? let's say you ride, um, what's his name? Shyam Yokonga. Mm hmm. Then, and your opponent has to discard out of four, then you bear them. That's big game. Yeah. Yeah. Or hell, just early game. This hurts early game a lot. Um, you, because when you ride to grade two, you have two in soldiers by default. You can call both of these in the front row and make your opponent start, you know, losing stuff. Except, unfortunately, it doesn't work like that other grade one where if they have no board, they just straight discard. This has to return something. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, one thing to note too is that making them return uh, discard early make generally puts tougher decisions because they have less information of how the game is playing mm -hmm. and they have less cards in their hand to make choices with. Mm -hmm. So uh, making them discard early can be quite strong. Yeah, and it makes it harder for them to prosecute a uh, like an offense against you because you can't mobilize enough units to really get the job done. Right. Unless you're something like Grand Blue or whatever where you just don't give a shit. Yeah. Um, this one might be my favorite card in the set. Fiendish Sword Eradicator Cho'o. So, grade 2, 9k. Uh, on Vayner Rear, one place, counterblast one, choose a column, bind a rearguard in your opponent's front row of that column, and move up to one rearguard in that back row of that column to the front row. And then also, on rearguard circle, once per turn, at the end of the battle your opponent attacked. If there are no rearguards in your opponent's front row, counterblast one and stay in this unit. Bye-bye, re Recklessness Dragon. <laughs> So the uh, old version of this card was one of my favorites. What, the put something into soul to make him uh, kill something? Yeah, when placed, eat an eradicator to pop a front row guy. Mm -hmm. I loved that card. Yeah. Um, this thing is... Okay, it is a little counterblast heavy, which means that you got to make some choices and run more countercharging stuff. But uh, it also means, as Narukami, because you have more mass killing, uh, you can use less cards to <coughs> you know, prosecute your offense. 
Whereas before, a lot of your, you know, binding was done mm-hmm. through one-off cards, like on place effects, like Recklessness or Detonic Stinger or uh, Death Scythe. Mm-hmm. This allows you to do the thing and then continue to be useful afterward instead of just being like, all right, I'm a 12k attacker. <laughs> yeah, and also it can restand itself, so exactly. multi-attacking. That's what I'm saying. Like, it, it does more with less. Mm-hmm. Um, and it also, this is great in premium because... One of the problems in premium is that, uh, you like your quote win condition is using uh, what's his name, not sparking, uh, voltage, voltage voltage to make your front row really huge. So this makes it a lot crazier because now you have a restanding huge rear guard that you can possibly mm-hmm. put crits on. And the reason I bring this up is because there is a game coming out on the Nexus Core YouTube channel in a few weeks where I play against Grand Blue, which is undeniably supposed to be Narukami's best matchup, and I lose after half an hour. It took me half an hour to lose, and you just kind of won't believe what will happen, and I can't wait for you all to see it. But uh... yeah, This is like GBT not in all over again. <laughs> GBT what? Nine. Oh, I was yeah. trying to remember which set it was that I felt the clan went downhill. Divine Dragon Caper. God, that set was fucking garbage. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this thing is uh, freaking great at power creeps, uh, recklessness, which sucks a little bit for budget players, but it's still pretty damn good. So, Coolio, keep it moving. All right. That's you. Oh, it is me. Okay, uh, I got I got lost. Sorry. Yeah. So next one is powerful, powerful sage Byron. This is a grade three with the, of course, force gift. Uh, it says an auto on Vanguard and Rearguard Circle that when your other Rearguard is placed, this unit gets power plus three thousand. Eh, whatever. And an act on Rearguard Circle that once per turn, if your damage zone has more cards than your opponent, you can soul blast one and discard a card to draw two. Okay. I don't actually know if this card is good. I mean... Its second skill is really good. But it's attached to this really medium other skill. Yeah. Even its second skill, I think, is more medium. That's fair. Like, it also doesn't have the name Blaster Blade. Yeah. And it's a grade 3, which are already, like grade 3s you run less of in general. Yeah. And yeah. it's a double R, which kind of seems like a waste. I mean... I think, I think no one's going to play this card. Yeah. Um. Yeah. It, it. Nice tech. I guess. I don't really have a good answer to that. Not, it's not. This card just doesn't seem like it has a place unless you really can't afford Gantz a lot, and even then, you should probably just be running one of the myriad Alfreds. Yeah. I, I would be very surprised if this card ever got any amount of real play. Yeah. Unless it's so, like some some kind of crazy, you know, skill or, or like something that we're missing. Yeah, I'm not feeling this one at all. Nah. Um, I think that just in general, like I I feel the need to bring this up again. Uh, we here on Nexus at night do not condone, uh, you know, making fun of people for not being able to afford a card, uh, because this is a game of shiny cardboard, and we totally understand if you have to, you know, pay rent or eat. Uh, so when we say it's like a thing for budget players, that's not meant to be derogatory. It's just the facts, I guess. Yeah. But like, Hey, hobbies are expensive. We get it. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, just try your best. And if someone ends up figuring out a crazy combo with this, then we're wrong. And that happens. But I don't really see this card doing a whole lot. It has two really medium skills, that, and being a grade 3 doesn't give it a whole lot of room. I think if the second skill were on some, like, grade 2 with, like, you know, a power mm-hmm. ability, I think we'd be perfectly fine with it. Yeah. Yeah, grade but 2 like, is pretty dope. Being attached to a grade 3 that's, like, when we're already have a lot of those that we'd rather be playing, it's just not going to happen. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Also, I feel like having to discard a guard is a little bit much if it's already asking you to be at higher damage than your opponent. Yeah. Like, I'd prefer it if it was just Soul Blast 1, draw two cards if you're behind. Makes sense. It is, it is in essence, making it replace itself when you're behind. Mm-hmm. Which is pretty rare for a card to begin with. It's... So. it's the next card we have is Great Sage Baron. 
who's a grade two uh, 10k. Uh, as an auto on rearguard circle once per turn, when your other unit attacks, you may have that unit get power plus 5,000 till end of that battle. If the unit with plus 5,000 is grade three or greater, then you can counter blast one and retire this unit to give that unit critical plus one. <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> okay. okay. And it just says other units, so this could be a rear guard. Yeah? Yes, but also you can do it on your blaster blade circle thing. Yeah, but then it's not grade three, so it's not getting the critical. Right. Oh, yeah, also because blaster blade is now a vanguard, you can't, like, you know, four or more rear guards. Anyway. Doesn't matter. This is still pretty good, um, mm-hmm. and it's pretty crazy in uh, in premium too. Call this shit with uh, the twin sword stride, and then proceed, you know, to crazy shenanigans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I don't know how the grade two space is doing in the blaster blade deck, which seems to be the deck that they want you to play. Yeah. Because we've seen a lot of grade twos that you want to play, right? Yeah. yeah. So. Uh, it's unclear to me if they're gonna if they're gonna play this card, Makes but sense. I could be wrong. I guess we'll have to see. Yeah, but I would expect not. Mm-hmm. Which is weird, but here we are. Yes, indeedy. All right. Um. Oh my God! It's yet another royal paladin. <laughs> God damn it. Yep. So now we have Soul Guiding Elf, which is a card we've seen in English preview before. And it says when you're... It's a grade 1 8k. It says when your opponent's sentinel is placed on guard circle from hand, if your opponent's... If your vanguard is grade 3 or greater, you can counter less 1 and draw a card. I Neat. just yeah. don't care. Neat, I guess, but... <laughs> Actually a, don't care. Another goddamn counterblast skill, so... Yeah. If, yeah. I don't care about this card. Yeah. Could be good, probably not. Don't care. Um, this it's one... Not, it's, Wait, go, go on, ahead. Sorry. No, go ahead. I don't think it's like really punishing your opponent for even PGing. It's just kind of like, oh, I have this option to draw a card, but if your opponent's going to PG, they probably don't care. Yeah. Um, this next card, I really, lo- I always love the art on the old one, but uh, I don't know about this still. That's you, Rupier. Mm. All right, <laughs> evil eye like princess, your isle. So. Grade 3, Protect, Gift, 12k, Auto, Vanguard, Rearguard. When you look at your deck by effect of a card, you may Soul Charge 1. It activates for Look, Reveal, Search, and you only Soul Charge 1 regardless of how many cards you look at. And then, on hit, Counter Blast 1, draw 2 cards. Vanguard only. Ugh. What? That was, that was going so well up until that last part. Yeah. Should have had just Vanguard, Rearguard for that second still. I feel like that would have made good pressure. Mm. Yeah, this card seems like trash. Yeah. I mean, the one benefit it might have is that you can activate Tsukuyomi early with this. Fair. Meh. Um, Or maybe, like, make Deer a better, like, assured thing. Whatever. It's just whatever. I don't know. See, if it had the on-hit on rearguard circle, I think this would be a worthwhile tech. Like, the potential to speed up Tsukuyomi and is a pretty powerful one, and then the potential to plus with pressure, but, like, being Vanguard only, I don't know. Like, I think it's still worth experimenting on, just to see how consistently you can accelerate Tsukuyomi, but, like, eh. Fine, I guess. Yeah. All right. Battle Sister Macaron. So, grade 2, 9k, auto, once per turn, rear guard. If you look at your deck by the effect during your turn, it gets power plus 10,000, and it activates under all of the same yeah. conditions, and you only get 10,000 regardless of what you look at. Sure. Man, it it gets did, big. This didn't deserve to be a double R. No. Like, it. why doesn't it have another skill... For a double art, yeah, it definitely yeah. deserved one. I mean, it's not a bad card. It's just, you, I don't, yeah, but like you got other shit. Would going you make on. this? Yeah, like you have other things going on. I don't know if I'd make the space for that. Mm-mm. And then you have Maiden of Libra, which is also grade two, nine k. So at the end of the battle, attack the vanguard while boosted. You can counterblast one and draw a card, and then act once per turn. You can discard a card and get power plus ten thousand. 
that's not too bad. Yeah. Like, see, this is like Macaron, but it has another skill. Yeah, or it's like Uriley, where they gave it Vanguard Rearguard regarding the draw effect. Yeah. This is like taking its previous two double R's and improving on them. So why even have the previous two double R's? Exactly. Um... It's unfortunate, because Macaron is cute. Yeah. Spunky, I guess. What the hell is this thing? Oh my god. Matt. What? <laughs> what is even is this? I'm reading through this next card. Sorry. That moment where he's not even paying attention. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's okay. It's funny. Alright, so Stel... Oh. Sure, Stealth Dragon, Tentaconga. He did it. Grade 3, Protect Gift. When it's retired from rearguard circle in the front row during your opponent... When, sorry, it has an auto. When it is retired from rearguard circle in front row during your opponent's turn, you may draw a card. Why? I don't know. When rode upon, if there are four less cards in your opponent's hand, you may call this card in rearguard circle. This what? is literally from Agatsu Storm. Mm-hmm. This that, card can't be good. That's what it's for. It's, it, it, it is such a big nothing burger. Also, I think this might be one of the few cards where both skills aren't active on a circle, but rather when they leave that circle. Having been retired or, you know, written upon. This card is so, like, if, if, if... I just think this card is unplayable trash. Yeah. Yeah. If, I like how they go from, alright, you gotta drop till you have six or four cards in your hand, too. If you get around to killing it, or the opponent is stupid enough to, stupid enough to attack it, you uh, get to draw a card, I guess. Neat. Yeah. I, I, I think this card is so bad. Yeah. Let's move on to less depressing things. <laughs> so, Stealth, Rogue, Ferocity, Suo. Uh, so when placed, if your vanguard is sure, a stealth dragon, Jamio Congo, so was the uh, BR we talked about earlier. Until end of turn, this unit gets power plus 5,000, and when your opponent would call cards from his or her hand to guard circle, for this for the battles that this unit attacked, he or she must call two or more at the same time. So it's a battle door for itself. Can you fucking not, Bushirod? <laughs> the well, fact just have more cards in your hand. The fact that this is a small attacker makes that worse to me. <laughs> because it feels like such a waste to go instead of dropping like a 5k you gotta go uh fuck me 5 something else yeah you just ride Jamio Congo make your opponent have 4 cards in hand attack with this guy for 17 and there's just like okay here's my 2 cards I guess <laughs> or you don't even have to boost this guy you could be like 14 that's what I'm your saying your opponent's like ugh yeah or if it's early game, like, it, its usage is less good early game, but why would you call it early game? Just wait till they're at, like, four or five damage and I mean, start causing you're, trouble. If you're riding great through the second time, it's probably not terribly early. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. True that. And well, then the last... Any more to say about that card? It's no, pretty simple. No, just, uh, I hate it. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> the last card The last card we have for Nuba's double R's is Stealth Sumuji Basho. Uh, it's a grade 1 AK with once per turn um, on rearguard circle only. You can soul blast one. Your opponent chooses a, car- a card from his or her hand, discards it, and this unit gets power plus 10,000 till end of turn for each grade of that card. Your opponent reveals the top card of his or her deck and puts it into his or her hand. That's certainly odd. Yeah. I mm, think this card is bad. Me too. Yeah. Um... I feel like it would have been a little broken if it was just... Yeah, if it was just a straight-up... I would rather this card just get 10k. Yeah. Like, flat. Like, I know this is supposed to make them want this card triggers more, or, like, gifts or whatever, but, like... I don't like giving the opponent that much choice on what's going on. Yeah, and then... There's always the potential they just draw a card to replace what they discarded, and there's no real issue... Other yeah. than this card is maybe big. Yeah, I don't like this card. Sure, I mean, I don't know. It, it just seems like a big nothing burger. Um, let's see. 
Next up, we have Thunderbreak Dragon. So if anyone remembers the old uh, generic plus 5k limit breaker from the old days. 12k, grade 3, Excel Gift. Uh, on Vanguard Circle, if your opponent's Vanguard is grade 3 or greater, when this unit would attack, it battles all the units in your opponent's front row. Man, it's like Vermilion, but poor, like free. Poor, poor Vermilion. And the second one is uh, on Vanner Rear. Counterblast one, and your opponent moves each of the rear guards in his or her back row to the front row. Imagine getting power creeped by Thunderbreak Dragon. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> the only thing that Vermilion has going for it now is the crit, if they're front row. But it's Counterblast 2, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And like. Narukami doesn't really have that much CC in standard, so... Uh, port also, interesting to note, this card moves rear guards di diagonally, so you can't hide your rear guards by putting it behind Vanguard. Yeah, so this basically becomes the new partner for Detonic's Drill. So the old mm -hmm. strategy of putting a booster behind Vanguard was the like way to make them drop at least one card if they wanted to get the restand. Now they can just be like, get that shit in the front, I'm getting rid of it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Um, noted that this thing does not bind on its own, so it's, like, aside from that... Actually, no. It's it's a fine card in both senses. And yeah. It's, yeah, no, I, I don't really have I a mean, bad thing to say about it. Yeah, like, its rearguard skill can be used for a front row wipe if you need it, and then it's not a terrible ride. You can just wipe your opponent's front row if you need to. Like, this card is fine. Yeah, good shit. Uh... Here's another one I like a lot. Uh, Supreme Army Eradicator Zuitan. Grade 2, 9k. When your opponent's rear guard is bound during your turn, this and all Eradicator Gauntlet Buster Dragon on your van and rear guard circle get plus 5k until end of turn. For free, because go fuck yourself. And then, on rear guard circle, at the end of the battle that it attacked a vanguard, if there are no rear guards in your opponent's front row, you can put it into your soul and draw a card. Hmm. Mm. Where's the countercharging, though? No countercharging, but I do. Okay. Uh, I think this has a lot of merit in premium because it allows you to attack early and then get your cards back because Narukami has, like, no defense in premium. So that's something, at least. Uh, yeah. I. It's kind of whatever. But I think it's neat, and then especially if for some reason you run Gauntlet Buster in premium and you want to just do, like, I go first and start blowing your shit up early. Then, <laughs> like, it is pretty funny. It, it, is, it is goddamn hilarious. Um, and then I believe this is the last double R for the set. Yes, it is. Dragon Dancer Rai Rai. Grade 1, 8k. Has two tambourines. That's cool. Um, on Vanarir, when it's attack or the attack it boosted hits a Vanguard, look at seven cards from the top of your deck, reveal up to one Thunderbreak Dragon from among them, put it into your hand, shuffle. If you put a card in your hand and this unit is on rare, you put it into your soul. So they made a Machining Hornet for Narukami. Cool. But like more specific. Alright. Oh. And the grade three is like probably not what you want to be running. Yeah, but I guess it's a way to like fix your deck or just fluff up your hand yeah i mean it's it's free except for the soul mm -hmm. thing which i like, think it, I, I wouldn't mind having extra soul i think yeah because you, you can do more um what's his name uh death scythe bullshit mm -hmm. so yeah pretty solid um Earth. i think that uh <laughs> i think that drill detonic drill deck is like this helps the consistency of that um, I don't know if uh, Gauntlet Buster is going to overtake him. He probably will, but that, I don't think he's down for the count necessarily. So yeah, right. good, good card. Um, Alright, so we're at the end of the double R's, which is now we're at the point where we pick out any commons or rares that interest us or we think are relevant for uh, context. And read those too. Does anybody have any? Because I got three. Uh, you go first. I'm still kind of looking through them. Right, right, because Nexus at Night, the Prepare Stuff on Purpose podcast. Uh, right, so Desert Gunner Gaiban is a grade 1 7k on rear at the end of the battle that your Vanguard attacks. This is for Narukami. Choose one of your units, and until end of turn, it gets plus 3k, and your opponent cannot call Sentinels from his or her hand for the battles that the chosen unit attacked. 
Nothing? Hmm? You, 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 can, you can make something sentinel-proof. For free. That's pretty good. Yeah. yeah. I like that. And he doesn't have to boost, it's just end of the battle of the vanguard attacked. Um, if you so have... you can't make your vanguard Yes. You cannot, but if you have something like, say, a Cho'o on an Excel circle, that restands. Yeah, that is pretty... That's pretty, that's pretty funny. Yeah. I like it. Um, especially, and also if you have more of these, you can, like, do that multiple times. You know, this one gets 3k no sentinels, this one gets 3k no sentinels, that one gets 3k no sentinels. Good shit, I like it. And it's a rare of all things. Um, anybody got one? Uh, yeah. I have a, I have yes, a I joke have. one. Go ahead. Do you think <laughs> this Bargall will be banned? Oh, fuck <laughs> it, Why, because it's the new, just right on top draw card starter? <laughs> <sighs> you dickhole. <sighs> I had to get that in there. He, he did it. He did it, fellas. Um, I do see. have one. Go ahead. Go ahead. So, silly Magus. Uh, so, it is a grade 3 protect gift 12k at Vanguard Rearguard Circle. Counterblast 1, Soul Blast 1, and one of your Vanguards with Magus gets power plus 10,000 and drive plus 1 until the end of turn. Cool. Yep. Oh, this is quite This is quite funny with Pentagonal Magus. Sex double drive, let's go! <laughs> Not enough drive yeah. to be honest. I, I mean, that turns it from a wash into a plus, at least. Yeah. You can also just give it to your regular Magus cards and have a triple drive. Um, let's see, I got another one. Uh, Desert Gunner Duran, 8k grade 2, so this better be good. On rare, when your uh, a card is discarded from hand for the cost of your Vanguard's ability, if it is in the front row, Soul Blast 2 and draw a card. So that makes the Detonics Drill stuff with, you know, Rai Rai and all that and the soul that you're building worth it, I think. Ish. I don't know why I'm repping Detonics Drill so hard. I just think it's a neat card. It is pretty fun. It is, it is a nice one. Yeah. yeah. So there's a Royal Paladin card called uh, Pluck Enchanter. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's grade 1 7k, which kind of hurts. But it does It does have an auto on rear for once per turn when your Blaster Blade is placed. Not necessarily just wherever. You can Soul Charge 1, and then if you have no face-up cards or damage, then you can Counter Charge 1. Oh my god, it finally happened. What? Counter Charge in Royals. Yeah, they did it. They did it. And so, you know, this could, you know, early you could get uh, fairly, you can get early counter charges pretty consistently, but mm-hmm. counter charging, you know, if, if you take a lot of damage, maybe this will do less, but you'll have counter blast, so it won't matter. But uh, I think this card is pretty playable. The fact that it has any counter charge at all automatically makes it playable. <laughs> like, right. Pale Moon has Dancing Knife Dancer as one of the counter charge, and it has to be at the end of your turn, and you have to have no face-up damage. People play it anyway because it is a way to counter charge in Pale Moon, so this is the same principle. <laughs> More than zero. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, here's another dude I like, Brat Arrow. Yeah, Brat Arrow Dragon, grade 3, 12k. Uh, no gift, and both rear guard skills. During your turn, if it is on an additional rear guard circle, this unit gets plus 5k. And during the battle, it attacked your opponent's auto abilities cannot activate. So, remember when I was talking about the thing about blocking sentinels and giving 3k? Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's pretty funny, although oh. the... Yeah. yeah. Although the auto abilities cannot activate already kind of does that for sentinels, but still. This is pretty crazy and premium, because now you can do uh, wacky shit with the... Uh, like... G-guards, like you, you fuck, uh, fuck mm-hmm. G-guards pretty hard? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Super nice. Um, another thing that should be noted is this is a set that introduces a third critical trigger to all clans involved. So, OTT's got Battle Sister Ginger, Narakami has, uh, you know, Spark Edge, Draco Kid, yeah. all that kind of stuff. Future Night Loop for Royals. So, what do we think this means for the metagame now that everybody can run 12 crit? I mean, I guess it's a question of, like, do you want to sacrifice the flexibility of having extra grade 1 space for more criticals and kind of go back to the old way of deck building, or is the added flexibility just too much to pass up? Because 
there are a lot of like weird or niche grade ones that you can kind of slot in now because you have that extra space or you could use it to run like more grade threes or yeah no that makes sense uh it finally makes that question something to consider because before it was mm-hmm. you're running draw pgs unless you can't afford them that was the only reason to not run draw pgs and now it's something you have to consider because also everybody also got uh, a perfect guard with the same skill, which is it's a 7k, yeah. and then if you ride it, you draw a card, discard a card. So it's a way to cycle, and yeah. uh, you know, riding it isn't that shitty. Also, I think there's a big benefit to just playing draw triggers also. Yeah. Because draw triggers like help consistency. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, and so, I think we've already brought up before, like, advantage isn't as readily available and standard, so a lot of decks still like having draw triggers. Um, yeah, I would be hesitant to play 12 crit at the current moment, mm-hmm. but you can definitely now play some really high early decks that just play 12 yeah. crit. Like, like, I feel like OTT would probably do it, just because you're doing so much deck manipulations, you probably just want more crits to hit. And you sense. still have enough draw power that draw triggers might cause you to deck out. But, like, other than Protect Clans, I think Force and Excel, a lot of them still want draw triggers. Uh, depending who they are. I think uh, when Great Nature comes due, I'll probably end up putting in the new PGs, just because mm-hmm. uh, I a lot of my grade 1 space doesn't matter outside of Hamstay and, uh, what's his name? See what mm-hmm. I mean? Uh, Monoculus Tiger. So when it comes time for that, I'm probably gonna, you know, you can all. Everybody's also getting a third front if they're an Excel clan too. Mm-hmm. So uh, hooray for more frontiness, I guess. Mm-hmm. <laughs> also, can I just say, Battle Sister Ginger is fucking swole. Oh yeah, she's got like these crazy ass calves. They look like mine almost. Yeah. I, have, I have really thick calves. Considering how rarely anime artists actually draw muscular women. This is a nice thing to see. Uh-huh. I'm not too happy about golds getting their third critical trigger, because that means that... Oh my god. Like, they're <laughs> high already high rolling enough as it is, but now it's... They're the, the assholes who will play it. Yeah? Or you mean, like, everybody who's listening to this? Um, it, it should also <laughs> be noted that Gold Paladin, I think, got a total of what, six cards in this entire set? There are two triggers that... Five. Have five cards. They have five cards in this entire set, and some people are pissed off about it, but guess what? The Ultra Rare collection is probably going to start soon, I think after, like, what is it, like, November, October or November? So, mm-hmm. Golds will get their due then, everyone calm their tits. Also, all the cards you got as Gold Paladin were pretty fucking good. So, yeah. shut your respective cake holes and move on <laughs> with your life. Um, yeah, who won the set? Hmm... I don't know. Gold... I can't stop. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Okay. Like, I think Gold Paladin just Platinazel is the most ridiculous. I think overall Narukami was the most well-rounded. Okay, or maybe I should split this into two. It's who's the best off after this set, and who got the best support, which are two different things. Um, I think the best, the best support card for card, is probably Golds because Golds had the fewest cards, so it's like the biggest yeah. Like, impact. Yeah. Uh, but I do think, I do like the direction that Royals took to make the Blaster Blade deck more consistent. Mm-hmm. Um, but I can't stop thinking about that crazy Nuba card. Me neither. <laughs> um, I think the impact of it is going to be felt, uh, like, yeah. later. Because Nubatama always takes a while to get going, or Murakuma for that matter, because no one gives a shit about the Ninja Clans. Um, yeah, that's true. We're gonna, you're gonna need that one crazy guy from your locals who's been sitting there biding his time for months, and then now his time has come due for him to come out and just start topping every week, and then the pain will be felt. Uh, I think, like, as much as I wanted Narukami to win this set, they didn't, but they still got some good shit, so I'm happy about it. Um, mm-hmm. I think the who lost the set is probably OTT because it, yeah. it was all sideways power creep. Yeah, like, I feel like OTT is plateauing right now, which is not a terrible thing considering how dominant they've been up until now. Motherfucking Ichikashima. Okay. Like, the new Ichi is so fucking dumb. Yes, yes, it is. 
if you heard me complaining the last two weeks. I mean, I have, but also the, you could just read the card and just be like, "What? Yeah, let's I'm... just take out all. Let's just take out the guarding step." Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> like you can have your you know G guards do nothing unless your name is Shadow Paladin or Narakami for some reason, because one, they have one with a continuous skill. Not sure why, <laughs> uh, but you know it's fine. It's cool. I'm literally crying at my desk right now. Okay. Uh... <laughs> I mean, hopefully they don't start sliding back into how they supported OTT in the past, where they just gave us the most garbage support. Right. It seems like they either give you the most broken shit or the most garbage stuff. Like, it's a, it's a boom and bust economy for OTT. I feel like all the clans I play do that. What, the other one <laughs> like, being uh, Bermuda? Bermuda, yeah. yeah. That is kind of a boom and bust economy. All right. Um, yeah. So, who do you think won? I recommend if you have any uh, opinions about this, or if you think we missed any important commons or rares, please, please go out there on the internet and tweet at Nexus at Night. All three of us have access to the account, so one of us will answer. Guys, where can people find you out there in the internet landscape? You can find me uh, on Twitter at Wiggums Two Gs Two Zs. You can find me at Plasma Eclipse. Um, let's see. Also, for this podcast, you can find it on YouTube at the Nexus Core YouTube channel. Uh, that is the slowest way to get the podcast because our editor, Richard, likes to make thumbnails, and that takes a while. So I recommend finding us through the RSS feed. I don't know why this is the hill I'm going to die on. As for me in particular, you can find me at uh, on Twitter or Instagram at Atlas Novak. Um, if you are in the Los Angeles area at the end of August, please come on down to Dow Comedy Studio where I will be on the Pussy Riot Comedy Show. That's the name of the show. And I'm doing a 15-minute set. So August 31st, 8 p.m., come on down. And, uh, yeah, until next time, I was Atlas. I'm Matt. And I'm Root Beer. And have a good night, everybody.